As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Ying.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Psychic with Sarah Wiseman where you'll learn how to unlock the secrets of spiritual intuition and your own psychic gifts. Here's Sarah. Welcome to Visionary Psychics. I'm Sarah Wiseman, and we have uh, here with us today one of our Visionary Psychics, Melissa. Melissa, welcome to this program or this summit that we're doing. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so um, Melissa, we've had the opportunity to work together for quite quite a while in this uh, psychic, intuitive world, and one of the things that always strikes me is you have this astonishing ability to go really deep you get to you go right to the heart of the matter very easily and i'm wondering um when the information like how does the information come to you what does it feel like and and how do you just manage like here it comes and there it is for you (laughs) Um, it's actually pretty remarkable. Um, I set the intention. I can literally do other things while, while it's downloading. And I take what I receive. I actually think doing other things helps me to download because I'm not thinking about a particular person or thing. And the information can't be misinterpreted because I'm not thinking about that. So if I'm doing the dishes, I'm not thinking about something else. And it, um, and then I start writing. Uh, I do okay. a lot of writing. So the writing is you're just writing down what the impressions that you're receiving and, and just writing it all and letting it all come through. It's almost like an automatic writing. And it's a little bit almost like an emergency that mm-hmm. I have to have the paper nearby because once it's almost once I recognize that I'm writing and the universe knows that it's communicating with me, it, if then it just flows, then it's just, it even comes faster and more swiftly. Yeah. Um, I certainly appreciate that idea of like, you have to have the paper with you. Like sometimes something comes in, like 
you're grabbing a piece of toilet paper, right. <laughs> paper yeah, towel or something, just like I need your, I need your shirt to write on or something. It just has to grab it. Um, tell me about how, uh, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time, this work of intuition and, and uh, psychic knowing. And when did that all come about for you or how did that begin for you? Do you recall? Um, I know I could see things very clearly. And, and one of, uh, I felt one of my gifts was good or bad. I could see bad easily. Like I could look at a person and see very clearly when everybody in the room was going, Oh, they're so wonderful. They're such a delight. And I, and then I started questioning myself because I thought there was something wrong with me because I was seeing a totally different person. And, um, thank goodness I listened to myself. Because what I did was first, I would try to convince people. So I would kind of pound. So I've learned not to do that. Keep mm -hmm. it to myself. And it always played out down the road, further down the road. And I was so fascinated by all of that, that I started taking classes. And I was also, which we never discussed, I was, I was fascinated with life after death. Mm -hmm. And I followed and studied Michael Weiss, Dr. Michael Weiss mm -hmm. for years for, mm -hmm. I mean, I was at anything mm -hmm. locally or within, you know, let's say a 50 mile radius or hundred mile radius. I was there. If he was speaking, I was there mm -hmm. and I loved how he approached everything. So that really, I think was Louise Hay and him kind of really pushed me, um, yeah, and just so people don't know, I, th I think this is correct. So Di Dr. Weiss is uh, like life between lives, life, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And that's uh, similar to um, like Michael, yeah, Michael, Michael Newton also, they were sort of around the same time or they had a lot of overlap, just so, so people have some context there. Yeah, past absolutely. Life, past life, a lot of past lives. A lot of past lives, yeah when you um did that what kind of past lives did you come up with for yourself that were uh, kind of uh the more activated ones in this lifetime um only one was intense um she took me through the whole process and it was in direct relationship to my ex-husband and it was it was a little bit i'm going to use the word traumatic because it was something you know i don't know 500 years ago, 600 years ago, where my mother wasn't well, and some person, some man offered to take me to a relative's home far away, obviously by a carriage or something. And he did very bad things to me. I was young. I was only like nine years old. And that was my ex-husband uh, yeah. without getting into all that. And then I've had lighter ones where I was probably in the 19, you know, it's hard for me because I'm not sure about what years are what, but maybe the 1950, I mean, not 1950, the 1500s, mm -hmm. where I was in a, just like a, almost, it was a home, but it was like, you know, all dirt. And I saw myself and I was the man and my sister was the husband. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that, and it wasn't intense. It was, you know, we didn't go into what did you learn from that? We just, we took it yeah. for what it was. And I learned that, you know, we had a nice marriage. We didn't live very long, either one of us. And right. It was simple. Yeah. We talked about that in um, one of our classes recently, how a lot of the past lives, you only get to a certain age because that was the lifetime you got, the, the lifespan you got. So we have a lot of past lives where we're pretty, 
pretty young. Very and, young, yeah. And I would guess as we go forward, you know, this time our lifespan is going to seem young. When we start living to 120 or 130, we'll be like, what? <laughs> they only live to that age? And um, tell me about your spirituality uh, as a child, uh, any influences that came to you or sort of as you made your way along the path? Well, my family was religious and they um, very involved in their religious. I never resonated with it. I never really cared about it. And honestly, it was way too time consuming because, you know, they wanted you to go to after school act you know, after school. They wanted you to go to their programs. And the second I could get out of that, I was I was gone. <laughs> I, and actually, what's interesting is my siblings and I, except the youngest, have all kind of taken the same path. We're all very similar that way. Yeah. Um, when you're doing your work now, um, what are your favorite ways of, uh, you know, some people are really good with third eye visioning. Some people see the departed. Some people work with the guides. What are the ways that you like to receive the best? I think I talk to my guides in general. Um, I only talk to them specifically when I go into something to specifically converse with them. And usually that's personal. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's a more personal thing. I find that when I ask for information, I'm not sure who gives it, but oh. they give it very clearly, very accurately. And they want to always provide me with information that will allow me to confirm or reaffirm that whoever I'm giving the information to is the correct person. And that I find fascinating. So yeah, tell me a little bit more about that. Well, because I'm not really asking for that. I really set the intention and go about my, my. usually it's a day. Usually mm -hmm. I take a day to, to digest everything. And they usually start with color, what the person looks like, the hair color, the, the clothes they may be wearing, um, mm. how old they are. Uh, there's a definite, I can't always see the face, but when that happens, you know, I can see if the face is round, if somebody's old or young, uh, what color their hair is, what dress they may be wearing. Um, if it's a man, I had a situation where there was a very tall, um, bony, lanky man that had departed. And that was as clear as day, but I really didn't see his face per se. Right, right. But I saw the rest of him very clearly. Um. When you, um, I've also noticed that you have like this idea of being able to go really deep. You, you have the ability to go like some people can go very easily to if someone had a very significant event in their life as a child or they had a childhood trauma that is ready to be unearthed. How does that, um, what does that feel like when you start to sense something about a person that is similar to that? Hmm. I'm not sure I know that in advance. What mm -hmm. I found is that when I'm talking to the person, um, I really buy into the co-creation. So I usually mm -hmm. will give people information and unfortunately or fortunately, that then leads to the next thing. I don't tell people, um, you know, what the, unless it's something very distinct that I'm, there's no doubt in my mind, but many times it's just purely a puzzle. Like I had a woman that yeah. it was a yellow dress and I just, it was driving me nuts because I kept thinking a yellow dress, mm -hmm. how silly. 
Mm-hmm. And when she came and we started discussing things and there were two, two bits of information. I got the first two, one was a yellow dress and one was a man, her father. And I actually knew this woman, but I didn't know her in a personal level, you know, intimately. And the first thing she did was pull out her phone, bring me the picture of the, of the yellow dress. It was the exact same yellow that I had Mm -hmm. seen. And there was a memory for her that was very important in that dress. Okay. And that led to the rest of of the game. I love that. I can't say I get information, you know, you get like the, the the piece of the puzzle that leads you to ask and then the next piece of the puzzle comes at least that's how it happens for me i'll get one part and then lead to the next and lead to the next and then you put the puzzle together with the, the client yes yeah, yeah. I, I i like the word co-create because that's usually what it truly is yeah and it feels like um for me anyway the client has to show up with some willing well they have to show up with willingness to participate otherwise it's like why are we here we're not here to be these this is how your life will be like no we're not we're not doing that um how have you noticed in your own life as you continue and keep expanding your your training and your understanding and how has that shifted your own life do you think Well, the simplest way I could put it is, I know without a doubt that my vibration and my energy is its highest and its happiest and its most fulfilled when I am doing any kind of energy work related to intuitive reading, um, mediumship, anything Mm -hmm. related to that. So when, when you're that happy and the time goes by and you don't have to really think Mm -hmm. about it. And you're, you're, you're just, you're just happy. I mean, it's pure happiness. It's pure, whatever you're feeling, it's it, you know, it's pure. You don't have to analyze it. You don't have to ask, you don't have to question. And that pretty much says it all. That tells me that I'm, that I'm wherever it goes, it tells me I'm in the right place. I, so I just got full, I have never thought of it that way, but I got full body chills when you said that. And it reminds me like, you know, there's some people that they just can sit down and play any instrument and it's so joyous for them. And, and that's what for you and me and, and others in this work, that's what this intuitive psychic spiritual is like, this is where we're supposed to be like, this, and, and for me, it's like the only thing <laughs> I can't cook, I can't garden, <laughs> this is it. This is my only thing I have. And um, yeah, so it's like, and what's interesting is that even 10 years ago, even though lots of people were studying, um, I feel like this coming out of the woodwork, joining with others, working together, it's really accelerated a lot. And that is highly encouraging because instead of having to be like at our houses secretly doing this this work (laughs) we can be like talking to each other and you know sharing what we know and sharing what we've learned which is pretty cool yes it's it's important it's like when you go into a metaphysical store and you can't leave yeah because you you love the cards or you love a particular book just the energy in the store you know almost sucks you in and you're you're there yeah absolutely 
That is so true. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and then the vibration of like, I'm thinking of new Renaissance books in Portland or old East West books that used to be up in yeah. Seattle, which I yeah. was, yeah. And yeah. And, um, the energy of the people and all the stuff and all the ideas. It's just like this beautiful um, little place. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add um, about your own process or how you think about this or anything that comes to mind? No, I know I've, I've done a lot of work with, I've, I've studied many different realms, many, many, many. Uh, um, I still study a lot of astrology. I love it. I think it's amazing. Um, I think it's one of the hardest things to study, to be very honest. Um, And I just kind of, you know, look at both as they're both gifts. They're both things that you can apply, understand. It may not be physics per se, Mm -hmm. um, or it may not be um, engineering per se, but I, I challenge anybody to study astrology. Um, I know personally, I've been studying it very, very long time. And the combination of the two, just to get a little taste of, you know, where someone may be on their chart. Um, I do always pull somebody's chart. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, I use it more just to give myself and I, and to give them, I actually do share with them some insight from that. And then I, I go into the reading of what I have and then at the end, I usually will give them their chart. I'll say, here's your oh, chart. That's cool. You know, may mean something to you. It may not, but at least you'll have it now when somebody says something. And yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you have the ability um, to do astrology with this, that is, you know, phen- phenomenal, like adding different practices to this and especially that. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. I love that's- it. I, yeah. I, I really... Um, I think because it's a challenge, it, mm-hmm. it has taken me, and I'm not exaggerating, it's taken me a good 20 years to get where I oh. am. And I am by no means an expert. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it is it's yeah. tough. Yeah. Well, this and this is your practice and my practice and other people's watching, I'm sure. Like this work is our practice. This is what we are and what we do. So well, this is what makes me happy. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you so much. And we will put all the contact details below. But thank you, Melissa, for being with us today. And thank you for having me. Yep. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 